Hi, this is Mish Hancock, and you are listening to Mishmash, a place where I get to talk to the weird, wacky, wonderful people of this world, people I adore and want to know more about. Today, my guest is Adam Kreitman. Adam provides clarity, focus, and expertise to business owners to help them market and grow their company. Plus, he is a smoking hot piece of brain candy. <laughs> I had to put that in there because it was so hilarious awesome. on your LinkedIn. So you <laughs> you have to you have to tell us about being a smoking hot piece of brain candy. I would love to tell you about that. <laughs> All right, let's hear it. <laughs> I think all I need to say, do you know Scott Ginsburg? Yes. Yes. So Scott, actually, if we're going to talk about email later, Scott has been sending out emails and doing daily uh, blogs for a years. really a long like a time. Really yes, long time. exactly. Huge following. And years ago, he wrote a a blog about being a smoking hot piece of brain candy, and he listed <laughs> twenty people. Seth Godin was on the list. Ooh. Yeah. Good company. And I was on the list. And I was number one because he did it in alphabetical order by first name. Awesome. So I was ahead of Seth on the list. <laughs> I'm number one, Seth. You're way down there. But but here's the funny thing about that. <laughs> to this day, I still get traffic to my site from that blog post. You're serious. It, That's it some had, good SEO happening there. It was like five, seven-ish years ago, and he still gets so many people to his site. Unbelievable. So he's yeah. the name tag guy. He is the name tag Scott. guy. And he he actually has a TEDx. He was on the TEDx Gateway Arch Yes, one of stage. my favorite people. Yeah, amazing person. Um, one of the few people that had branded himself before he had something to sell, yeah. right? Usually yep. it's you have something to sell, and you got to brand it. He, yep. he was the opposite direction. Yep. So yeah, and even had his name tag tattooed because yes. he used to wear the name tag all the time. It's like, ah, I just tattoo it much easier. Although he does not walk around shirtless, I don't believe, most of the time. Most of the time, not. <laughs> he wears yeah. clothes. Yeah, it can be a little uncomfortable when he does, but we just kind of <laughs> let like, it go. like, oh, let me take my shirt off. All right, yeah. Scott, go ahead. <laughs> That's fine with us. <laughs> so, okay, other than you being amazing, you just celebrated a year of daily emails. Yes. And not annoying ones. <laughs> Other people may disagree with you, but I appreciate that. I yes. don't. I, I swear they are not, they are brilliant and fun. And, you know, you, and it's true. You set out knowing like people that can do daily emails can be, it can be really, because it's like, buy this, buy this, buy this, buy, buy this. Oh, come buy this, right? Right. Not at all. Yours are entertaining, they make you think. And as a fellow marketer, I really, really want most of my clients to sign up for them because it it talks about the truth of marketing in many ways. Yeah. You have lessons. I have lots of lessons. I think probably the biggest lesson are the emails themselves. And part of the reason that I was motivated to do this is I was sick of hearing people complain about having to produce their own content. Right. Like, as a marketer, I would talk to people, whether it's for SEO, whether it's for social media, for whatever, like you got to help yourself by putting some content out there. Right. 
And I just like, as soon as you mention that, you just see them tune out. Like, no, I can't ever do that. I, I stink at writing. I, I don't know what to write about. And excuse after excuse after excuse. Right. And I'm like, all right, you know what? I'm, I'm tired of just like lecturing people on, well, okay, I know you say you can't do it, but you know, you really can, you know, get, get out there and just, you know. <laughs> and look. Yeah. Right. So I just, I thought, okay, I'm just going to try this daily email thing. And that way, if people complain, I could just say, okay, that's fine, but I'm doing it daily. So you can certainly do it weekly or every other week or something. God, at least once a month. It's, it is difficult to get people to make it a habit though. I mean, it really is. I mean, even for myself, I will say, you know, yes. I, I, I don't make things I, I go through stages where I'm like, really good at doing something. And I'm like, oh, oh, that fell off the radar. Dang it. I got to yes. get back to that. But it is difficult to make it a habit for people to produce content. And, and you honed in on the key word there. It's habit. It's habit. It yeah. has to become a habit. And I mean, I have clients that were clients for two or three years before they finally started really sending us pictures and, mm -hmm. and, you know, we can come up with content for them, but that's going to cost more money. So it's kind of like, what do you want to do here? Right. 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 Yeah. And like, once you get that habit formed, it's now to the point every morning, first thing I do when I sit down at my computer is I write out an email. Sometimes it takes five minutes. Sometimes it takes half an hour, but really? it's, the first thing I do every day okay. and I like, I can't not do it now. Like if I start to get distracted by something else, it just feels weird because I've been doing it for so long. Right. And, and once it becomes a habit, it's not, it, it's more difficult at this point to stop than That's it is to thing. continue. Cause you feel like I got another idea. I right. got another idea. So is, do you find like that you are dreaming ideas or finding them when you're traveling or do they just show up? They come from everywhere. Like I, I don't, it's at this point, I don't understand how people say, I don't know what to write about because it's just not a habit. Well, it's not a habit. And here's the other thing is people think, especially when they're writing for business, they have to be like, well, this is what, you know, this is the education. Like I need to, like, this is the knowledge I need to impart upon people. And like, they get stuck in this very corporate, like yes. bland kind of writing. And that's difficult. Which is yeah, very boring. It's boring to read. not fun to do. Yeah, it's boring to read. It's boring to write. Right. So I come at it, and I didn't coin this term, but the term is infotainment. Right, right. Think of what, like, think of what the Weather Channel's become, right? When the Weather Channel first came out, <laughs> it was a meteorologist doing the news, and You're this like, is what's what? happening Are in New Jersey. Are we seriously going to make an entire this, channel out of weather? <laughs> right, but now it's not, they're not doing the weather, it's right. 10 massive hurricanes <laughs> that have... <laughs> destroyed Florida. Like it's, I'm laughing. Ah, hurricanes, that's so hilarious. But, they, <laughs> but, but that's what but they do, exactly, right? Exactly, it, right. Like there's a little bit of meteorology, like weather in there, but it's mostly entertainment. And right. it's, what, it's like what all the news stations have become, the cable news stations. So true. Like it's all about infotainment. Right. It's keeping people entertained. And for, for, and I'm not saying that's a good thing, I'm just saying that's what people are responding to. Right, right. So I take that same concept to my emails. I want them to be 
entertaining first and have a lesson second. And once you approach it from that standpoint, like any anything becomes fair game. Right. Weird news stories, conversations you have with clients or vendors or friends or, you know, something funny that your kid does or like a fight you have with a spouse <laughs> or like anything. Anything. Like, it you can turn it into an email or a piece of content on Facebook or LinkedIn or like an article or a video or whatever. It doesn't have to be email. That's just the medium that I'm using. Right. But once you start looking for these stories, they happen everywhere. And And all the time. There's craziness all the time. time. Just just go on Twitter. <laughs> yeah. I, so my favorite place, the, the, my little secret is I love to spend time on Reddit because you get the weirdest, most unbelievable stories and comments and things like that and on any topic. So right. I can go into like the marketing subreddit and see what people are talking about and make fun of like some people there or like there's <laughs> Let's make fun of these people like news news of the strange or something like that right. and just some totally outlandish thing that happened and like when you know your topic when you know what you're writing about it's not too hard to find a link and bring it back to some lesson that you want to impart right. upon people exactly all right we're going to talk about a few of your emails you'll have okay. to, we're going to talk about some okay that we know because okay. <laughs> you do this for a year. I get it. We're going to take a quick <laughs> break and we'll be right back with Adam. back with Adam. And okay, so everybody's hearing us talk about the, and they're like, what does he talk about? What does he talk about in the emails? Tell us. And so you were just sharing one of your favorites, which were from, from early on. It was from early on. It was probably one of my favorite subject lines and favorite stories that I turned into an email. And the subject line was pint size Ethiopian hackers. <laughs> right. So it was this great story. There's this charity, one laptop, per child or something like that. And they like distribute laptops to kids around the world. And they had this idea that they were going to distribute tablets to these remote villages in Ethiopia and see if they could use these as a way to get the kids to learn how to read and write. Okay. Now keep in mind these kids, like when I say remote, like they've not even seen street signs or anything like that. Like no no written words. They don't like, really have a foundation. Nothing. Okay. So they dropped off these tablets. They were boxed up. And because they didn't have the money, they had like no teachers. Like they just dropped off the tablets and wanted to see what so the far, kids this is could a, Oh, okay. They, so they knew this. They knew going in. It wasn't like they were just like, oh, we hope they figure it was, yeah, like, it was Let's like, see what they do. It was a grand experiment, right? Ah. So they dropped these off, unsure if the kids would even be able to get these tablets out of the boxes. Right. Well, within five minutes, they got them out of the box, turned it on within, I forget the time frames, but like they started using them within like four days. Each kid was using an average of like 60 apps. Within a few weeks, they were all running around the village singing their ABCs. Oh my gosh. Within five months, they had hacked 
the operating system. The people that um, uh, gave the tablets to them had disabled the cameras for whatever reason. Uh-huh. The kids figured out how to overcome that. They hacked the system <laughs> so they could use the cameras and all these other features. Oh my gosh, that's amazing. So, and I, I think the way I turned that back to marketing was like, we're all jaded by our like preconceptions of things. Right, right. And when you come at things from a clean slate, it kind of changes the dynamic. And actually, I think it's an advantage. Right. So I think a lot of people, so I never went to uh, college and studied marketing. Like all my marketing education has been since college and okay. I kind of created it on my own. And I, my point was, I think that if I had that education, like if I had an MBA in marketing or whatever, like I would have had to overcome all of that. Right. Right. The way to do it. Right. Right. Yeah. To, to have the success that I've had in marketing. That is hilarious. I mean, how amazing. Right. Because you would think they'd be kids, like kids now, they all have an electronic something here, you know, and with United States kids mostly. Right. Right. So you would think that they would be the ones that would be like, oh, let me hack this thing. And here's this. They just figured it out. Right. Amazing. And, and here's the thing. If I just wrote about how, well, if I had gotten an MBA and I, you know, learned marketing in school, I wouldn't have been really good at it. And <laughs> like, like nobody would remember it and then think I'd like, I'm like a jerk. Right. But if <laughs> oh, I tell this story. That Adam with his MBA. Right. He just can't shut up about it. <laughs> but, but if I tell this story and make this point, like no one will ever remember if I just like talked about like getting having a clean slate right. mar- with marketing. No. But they're going to remember the pint-sized Ethiopian hackers. Well, heck yeah. And how many tampons do astronauts need? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So so I did that one recently. Um, that one was a story about right before Sally Ride went into space. So the NASA engineers were pretty much all men. Yep. They had never had to worry about supporting a woman in right. space. So they asked her, like, so how many tampons do you need? Like about a hundred? <laughs> and she's like, uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. <laughs> right. But they didn't know. Yeah, they don't know. Right. Right. And, and the lesson there was something about you have to know your audience. Exactly. Right. Oh my gosh. I lo- so you've had, so we talked about this, um, we haven't talked about the podcast, but the one that really freaked me out the most was about the uh, Hoy is his last name. Is it Gary? I don't even remember his I, name. I can't remember his. Wait, I'm getting I have old, it. Mish. I can't remember these. Oh things. my gosh! Now come on, I think you're it's not funny as that, old as me, like, Gary Hoy. Gary Hoy. So before we get to Gary, I think it's funny. Like people remind me of emails that I've written. And, and I'm you're like, like, what? What? When? Oh, that, really? That was. Me. But how many have you written at this point? Um, 365 minus the weekends. Yeah, right. So, so you're, it's going to be difficult to remember all of them. Yeah. Especially, you know, in old age. <laughs> <laughs> I cannot remember. The other day, some kid was, I, my daughter needed to go. She has to get some Halloween something or other. So, you know, there are all these little Halloween shops that, have, mm-hmm. that pop up. And this kid is walking out with this thing. And I'm like, I'm like, oh, he just bought a, he, uh, it's a, you know, you cut things. I mean, I could not remember the, the I know. chainsaw. 
This is a simple thing. I could not remember. I'm like, okay, now it's I'm kind of worried it? about myself. That was a everyday word. Well, not every day. I don't talk about chainsaws every day. <laughs> I really don't. If I did, I'd worry about me. Um, but, you know, I mean, this is not like a super unusual. And I just could not. Come. I'm like, it's. And then I forgot. Daryl's name in The Walking Dead the other night, which really kind of freaked me out because I'm totally dedicated to that silly show. Love the zombies. Yeah. <laughs> but Gary Hoy. Gary Hoy, you remember Gary, this. Gary Hoy. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's a sad story. It's but a totally sad story. We keep laughing about it. Help, I'm sorry, Gary Hoy's yeah, family. You can't help but chuckle a little bit. So uh, Gary was a lawyer in Toronto. And he worked on, I don't know, the 20th floor of this office building. And this office building was known for having unbreakable windows. And Gary was very proud of this fact. And anybody that would come to his office, he would show off the unbreakable windows by running at full speed <laughs> Here we are, <laughs> like, <laughs> into the window. And Silly Gary. Just like launch himself into the window and bounce off. And like, look how strong. Yes. Until one day when he had a group of law students visiting and he did his thing and he bounced off and then he went for his encore and the window came out of the frame and he plummeted to his death. Now, a couple things. Uh, the window hit the ground and did not break. It is unbreakable. It was truly an unbreakable window. Yes. What happened was the frame around it uh, maybe from all his years of launching himself into the window. Yeah, right. They gave unstable. way. They didn't, and they didn't have a warning tag on it. Please don't launch yourself at the windows. Right. The frame might that, give that way. That might have been helpful. <laughs> <laughs> this is why we have those kind of signs on certain right. things, like like sunshades for the car. Don't drive with this in the window. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah. Okay. It, yeah, you would you would think it's obvious, but it just yeah. So Gary. That yeah. freaked me out. So, uh, uh, isn't that terrible? You've written all these amazing, and the, the, that one just like stuck with me because it just freaked me out. Right. I mean, just the whole everything around it. Yep. You know, and you you start messing in your head. You know, what was poor Gary thinking? Like, oh shit. <laughs> yes. That <laughs> this, was this that was, was not impressive. As this didn't yeah. go the way I thought it was going to go. Yeah. You know. Oh my God. And on that note, let's yeah. take a break. <laughs> It's gonna be horrifying. <laughs> horrifying trauma, trauma for all those those law students. I'm sure I would have totally had to go to therapy after that. After totally. seeing that, oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. All right, we will be right back with Adam on a, on a lighter note. <laughs> Let's hope so. Okay, we're back with Adam and it's question time. Now this one, oh my gosh, okay. This could go in so many directions because these are totally along the lines of your email. Uh -oh. But let's just talk about top of mind. Uh -oh. Right now, your biggest marketing pet peeve. Uh, biggest marketing pet peeve. Um, oh, this could be one of two. Um, either people that focus on tactics instead of strategies. Yes. Because like any tactic can work. 
email, Facebook, LinkedIn, smoke signals, like whatever. (laughs) (laughs) It can all work. Right. And it does. Whether it works or not depends on the strategy behind it. Yeah, why are you doing this? Yeah, people don't think through the strategy. They just think, oh, well, this person's doing awesome on Facebook, so I need to be on Facebook too. And right. But no, if you don't think through the strategy behind it, right, then just being on Facebook isn't going to make or break your business. It doesn't. I actually had a client that as soon as I put their Facebook page up and I let them know, here's the link to your Facebook page. Just go take a look. And they were like, oh, I'm, oh, I'm not ready. You got to take it down. I'm not ready for this. Because... And I was like, um, you are... But just so you, they they didn't want all their friends or family to see it yet, and I said they hmm. won't. It, it it'll be invisible until we start doing something. I wish it was that easy. I wish I could just put up a Facebook page and the whole world would <laughs> right. show up and be like, "Whoa, right. someone's just got a Facebook page." No, it it's invisible yep. until we do anything with it. It's just sitting there. Yep. Yeah, it's like in the it's in the the digital cemetery until we bring it to life. Yeah, and and not just whether you bring it to life, but how you bring it to life. But what are you putting on there, and right. are your and, do you have valuable content to right. share? And and knowing what your end goal is, right? Like what do you want people to do when they engage with you? What's they your just, other pet peeve then? Uh, my other pet peeve, which uh, doesn't sit well with a lot of people in advertising, is I am not a fan of a fan of branding advertising, branding and um, like image advertising. I am very much a direct response marketing kind of person. So the the way that I, again, going to stories, the way that I would kind of differentiate the two is branding is like flying that Goodyear blimp above the stadium and hoping that at some point down the road, when one of those 70,000 people need a tire, they remember Goodyear, they think fondly of Goodyear, and they go to the store and buy a Goodyear tire. Takes a lot of time, takes a lot of money to be able to pull that off. Right. Blimps are expensive. Blimps are really expensive. (laughs) I hear. I haven't been shopping for one lately. I, I don't even know where the blimp store is, to be quite honest, so... It has to be really big, though. It has to be really big. <laughs> it's the warehouse of blimps. <laughs> I'm sure you could Google it. Like, yeah. There's probably, you probably order one from Amazon. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine the, the FedEx guy showing up? <laughs> oh, where do you want this, ma'am? Just that put- would be the only time, like, the the package carries the FedEx truck. We do not have a way. box big enough for this. <laughs> I just like the whole idea of it. Okay. (laughs) Um, So yeah, so the the blimp is like branding. Um, Direct response marketing is like having a fleet of blimp drones or drone blimps. You could go either way. (laughs) And every morning they go out, fly around town, and they park themselves over like the driveways or parking lots where people just went out to their car and notice they have a flat tire. And the ah, blimp, uh, the blimp drone, drone can kind of hover down, and I don't know if it hands them is the right <laughs> word, but offer up a coupon or Ooh. and or directions to the nearest tire place or number for a tow truck. So it's it's 
getting very specific about the target audience. Right. Like it knows, you know, you know that there's a specific tire on yeah. Elm Street. Yeah. Right. Um, and it has a very specific offer. Right. And a very specific call to action. I like it. Yeah. So that's kind of direct response direct response marketing in a nutshell. Gotcha. I love it. Let's yeah. go get a blimp though. Yes. Seriously, after I, after I the show. We should look into We're that. off there. Okay. <laughs> um so you talked about your degree that it wasn't in marketing, but it was in biology. Marine biology. Marine biology. Yes. So did that ever come up in any marketing? So what I really loved about biology and marine biology in particular was why animals behave the way they do, like animal behavior. Gotcha. And that is totally about marketing. That's totally marketing. Because you have to understand why, what motivates people, why they do what they do. Right. Um, kind of observe them in their native environment <laughs> <laughs> and see how they respond to things. Which I mean, I, I I joke about it, but like it's it's true. Like you have to understand how the world world actually operates, right? And not just impose your biases or like the way you wish the world would be. I I get you. Even though I do wish the world would be the way I want it to be, then it would be a musical. We would all. It would be fun. I think a lot of people would <laughs> like. The world to be the way you wish it would be, Mish. Like it would be a much better world. Thank you, Adam. It would. I'm telling you, if you all would just listen to me. Okay. <laughs> okay. You're gonna love this one. Have you ever considered wrestling? Never. <laughs> <laughs> Why would I ask you this weird question? I, I, maybe it goes back to an email that I wrote. I don't know. Actually, this is why. Because when I was Googling you, Adam Kreitman. He's 5'11 and 197 pounds. He's a senior at Loomis Cheppy High School in Salem, Massachusetts. Yeah, there's another Adam Kreitman out there, and he's a wrestler. Yeah, um, that makes one of us. <laughs> I just thought it was funny because, like, because we you know, like, when you, because have you ever Googled yourself? Yes. You, yeah, and you, yes. you find like weird stuff about other yes. people. And have you ever done a Google alert on yourself? I used to have one, but I just, I don't care anymore. Yeah, I stopped doing it too. But you know why I stopped? Because I know everything going on in Hancock, Michigan. (laughs) That's what would come up. Anything interesting going on in Hancock, Michigan? Sometimes, but honestly, every day I'd be like, Hancock, Michigan. Okay, never mind. (laughs) (laughs) Never mind. uh, Yay, residents of Hancock, Michigan, but I don't need to know everything going on there. Yeah. Well, maybe every now and then it, it might make for some good like content fodder. There you go. I think I should just write every day an email about here's what's going on in Hancock, Michigan today. Yeah. And speaking of, <laughs> <laughs> here's what's going on with Miss Hancock. Um, <laughs> she's buying a blimp. So where do we? Where do people sign up for your emails? Because these are great. I'm telling you, people. This it is like a fun part of every day. Are these emails? Thank you. I appreciate that. Um, my website, wordsaclick.com. Um, you can sign up. I have, I have a, an opt-in at the, uh, top, which is, it's something, it's a download, like something like nine red flags, nine marketing agency, red flag, 
<laughs> I should know this. It's my website. That's all right. It's but it's basically like war- nine warning signs that raise more red flags in a communist like color that. guard. That's, that's, oh. Which I think is why my site has been hacked a few times lately. Oh, no. I think the Russians are not happy with me. They don't like that. They don't, you know. Maybe you should call it something different. Yeah. I don't know, well, but I don't care. try to hack it. Go ahead. Or you can just skip the download and at the bottom of the website, there's a direct link. You could sign up for my daily-ish emails. I got daily-ish. Daily-ish. Yes. Yeah. I skip the weekends. Well, yeah. You got to have a rest break. Yeah. Weekends are meant for just whatever. Yeah. Awesome. Well, thank you, Adam. Thank you for having me. It's always a pleasure spending time with you. Oh my gosh. Well, I love hanging out with you. I can't wait to get the Tesla. As soon as the (laughs) Tesla comes in, we're off to just go to lunch and be wacky people for a while. Yes. I can't wait either. All right. Have a good one. (laughs) And everybody out there listening, thank you so much. Go to iTunes and uh, please do subscribe to Mishmash. We love you. Bye.